Hello, Marvelites. You're listening to This Week in Marvel, episode number 599. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M. And I'm Lorraine Sink, agent of weird weather and good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, one of our producers is talking about it. it's snowing the other day. We were, my kid was in, uh, you know, short sleeves and uh, like tank top and it's wild. It's wild. And now it's pouring. So, yay, weather. Hooray. Happy spring. Yeah, but look, we are not here to talk about the weather. We are here because this is the official Marvel podcast where we talk about what's happening this week in Marvel from games, comics, movies, TV, whatever we're excited about. And there's so friggin' much this week. Holy yeah. moly. Ryan, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have been sitting on a secret. Sitting on a secret. <laughs> for so long. And now is your moment. Yes. This week we announced Marvel Move, which is a really, really cool project that Marvel is doing with Six to Start. Some really great folks who uh, create interactive fitness experiences. And so later on in the show, I'm going to go deep to deliver all the details on the greatest New Marvel project of all time this week, Marvel Move, with one of its creators, Adrian Hahn, who's the CEO of Six to Start. Uh, here's a little little taste. You know, as soon as you put in your headphones, as soon as you start the experience on your phone and you go out running, you're going to hear you know, Jean Grey in your ears, you're going to hear Wolverine, you're going to hear Daredevil saying, hey, you've got to move. Uh, otherwise, we're in trouble. <laughs> Heck to the yeah i can't wait plus folks you want to stick around because not only do we have adrian and ryan talking about marvel move we also have you guessed it a marvel insider code fwee 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 <laughs> indeed now look we're going to talk about marvel move a bunch later but you know what i don't give a crap i'm hijacking the start of the show here <laughs> because marvel move is really cool and i want to tell you uh, a little bit about it right now first let's have a little clip from what the, the actual project sounds like. Is that Marvel Move is an audio fitness experience. We've got all new stories featuring Thor and Loki, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch, Daredevil, Hulk, and the X-Men. I mean, these are full stories there's multiple episodes fully scripted with with great sound design um with great voice actors telling stories we've got marvel writers and artists working on it you know teeny howard is writing our x-men series teeny is doing incredible work on uh betsy braddock captain marvel right now she's done a ton of stuff for us across all the krakoan era x-men stuff so she is perfect for this we've got a bunch of marvel artists working on things torin clark who is just one, a sweetheart. Two, really great artist. He's been doing a ton of great covers. You may have seen him uh, spotlighted in some of our comics recently. Torin has done some of our, our big art. We've got Benjamin Sue, who is a Pixar artist and a Marvel cover artist. He's working on some stuff for us. Emma Lupacino, who's been doing some really cool stuff. She's working on this and, and more. Um, the day this releases, actually, I will be in a big story summit for Marvel Move, talking about more series, more episodes. I brought in a couple of new Marvel Comics writers who I can't announce yet, but I mean, they're people who I was like, I want you to come do this thing. Will you come do this thing? And they're like, I will come do this thing. And look, <laughs> it all worked out. It's great. It's wild. Marvel Move is coming this summer. You can watch the trailer on our YouTube, on Marvel.com. Stay tuned for, uh, as I mentioned, a real deep dive into the project along with a lot more audio you cannot hear anywhere else later on in the show. It's going to be cool. You better sign up. Uh, and we have a very cool special Founders Club. Founders Club members will get a number of different bonuses depending on the tier that they sign up for um, at the time. Um, you know, it might include a month of Zombies Run, which is Six to Start's original project. Uh, it's really cool, and it will give you a sense of what Marvel Move is like. Even if you don't get that bonus, you should check out Zombies Run. Um, you might get a free trial to Marvel Unlimited. You might get invitations to special Q&A live streams or exclusive in-app Founders Club trophies. Uh, all that stuff is cool. You got to Go check it out. There's lots of cool stuff. So go to marvelmove.app. Um, I'm super excited for this. I have been a big fan of different kinds of apps that have been like, you know, running training or those kinds of things. I think it's especially fun when there's like a podcast with a story that will lead you through your fitness experience. So I'm super excited to check this out. I'm going to go join the Founders Club, which makes me feel like I should get a powdered white wig and I'm into it. Yeah. And the great part is you can run. 
while listening. You can jog. You can walk on a wheelchair. On like, mm-hmm. we the idea is we want you to move. However, that works for you. It works with every fitness level. It's really really cool. Cannot wait. You know what else I can't wait for? What's that? Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Get your Zarg nuts and hold on because the red carpet is here, babies. Uh, Next Thursday, you can watch live from the red carpet premiere of Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 presented by Lego. Uh, You can check it out over at marvel.com slash Guardians premiere over on the Marvel's YouTube channel, Twitch pages, Marvel social channels. And of course, you can interact throughout the night with the hosts on the red carpet and with all the folks watching at home at hashtag GOTG like Guardians of the Galaxy, G-O-T-G, Ball 3. Uh, and of course, you know, follow at Marvel at Guardians on Twitter, at Marvel and at Guardians of the Galaxy on Facebook and Instagram, and at Marvel on TikTok for even more sweet content right from that red carpet. And of course, right now, go mark your calendars for Thursday, April 27th at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.15 p.m. Pacific time to watch live. And of course, if you haven't already, go get your tickets and get ready to experience Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in the U.S. in theaters on May 5th. Dates may vary wherever you are across the world. Go enjoy. Get your tickets. Cannot wait for everyone to see this movie and have James Gunn make you laugh, make you cry, make you go on a wild, wild ride all through space with all your best friends. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So much fun. All right, you know what else is fun, Lorraine? The Ooh. Spider-Mans are coming to Disney+. Plus. What a wild, cool piece of information we get to share this week because six Spider-Man films will be launching on Disney+, Plus in the U.S. this spring, and that gives us all access to even more of the Marvel collection all in one place. We're getting the first three Spider-Man films, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3, and The Amazing Spider-Man to Disney Plus subscribers starting April 21st, 2023. By my math, that means right now. It's already going on, basically. And then on May 12th, we're going to get Spider-Man Homecoming and Venom on Disney+. Plus. So, so cool. And then in the press release, I saw a little little line right there that just said, additional titles from Sony Pictures Film and Television Library are expected to premiere on Disney+, Plus in the U.S. later this year. Dun-dun-dun. Exciting. So good. It's pizza time, everybody. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another cool thing on Disney+, Plus, Marvel Studios' Ant-Man, now on Disney+, Plus. Plus has a new ASL option. American Sign Language Day was just this past April 15th. And in celebration of the day, Disney Plus has added this new option for Ant-Man where viewers can now access ASL as an option when they're watching the film, which is so cool. I just love this. The ASL video service was created by Deluxe in partnership with Grupo Steno and Delbert Wetter and RespectAbility who are all joining the project as daily consult for the ASL best practices and to build creative guidelines. I just love all of this. Additionally, Douglas Ridloff, who has previously worked on Marvel Studios titles involving ASL for Marvel Studios Eternals and Marvel Studios Hawkeye, now have joined to work with the ASL performer Jack Cook. So this is really, really cool. Of course, Ant-Man, iconic film in the Marvel universe. We're talking big salt shakers, little guys <laughs> flying on ants. It's an incredible film. And now there's a new way to watch. And I, I just love this. I think this is a really cool thing to see in celebration of ASL Day, but also just to allow more people to get to enjoy this film um, in new ways. So definitely go and check it out uh, and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find it in the extra tab on the Ant-Man page on Disney+. Plus. I also think this would just be cool to watch with, like, your kids or something to teach them about ASL and how different people communicate, or if you're learning ASL. So definitely go check it out. Heck yeah. And in even more Disney Plus news this week, we learned that there's an original documentary just titled Stan Lee. And it arrives on Disney Plus June 16th, which is very, very cool. It'll actually first premiere at the 2023 Tribeca Film Festival, which is super cool as well. So again, that's a Stan Lee documentary premiering on Disney Plus on June 16th, 2023. There's a little announcement video and a poster for the documentary, which you can check out at marvel.com. 
So one important piece of news we had to share this week is uh, some changes to Marvel Comics app and Marvel Unlimited because Marvel Comics app purchases are moving to Marvel Unlimited. The Marvel Comics app, which is operated by Comixology, will be shutting down on June 2nd, 2023. So there are some changes coming. But starting May 2nd, the ability to purchase comics will be removed from the Marvel Comics app ahead of its June shutdown date. And while we are disappointed fans will no longer be able to use the app starting in June, we know many readers have built up incredible digital libraries of Marvel Comics on the app. So to support our loyal fans, we will be making digital comics purchases made prior to May 2nd on the Marvel Comics app, available and accessible on the Marvel Unlimited app. No Marvel Unlimited subscription purchase will be required to access your previous Marvel Comics app digital comic library. It's great. So you'll be able to keep your books. And for readers who want to read even more Marvel comics, of course, Marvel Unlimited is that one-stop destination that offers paid subscription plans for access to over 30,000 comics, spanning the entire Marvel Universe with new issues of Marvel's must-read series released weekly, three months or sooner after they hit shelves. Now, single digital comic book purchases are not available on the Marvel Unlimited app. Important to note that digital redemption codes from Marvel print comics purchased in comic shops will also be able to be redeemed in Marvel Unlimited via marvel.com slash redeem starting May 2nd. No subscription required. Now, of course, we are working on more options for digital comics readers and more information will be available in the coming months. And I saw a question floating around a lot about uh, digital collections. Marvel Unlimited does not have digital collections, but digital collections will migrate to the Marvel Unlimited app beginning May 2nd, 2023. Additional information will be available in the coming weeks, so stay tuned. I know that's a lot. Of course, you can go to marvel.com to get all this information, help.marvel.com. We have FAQs. We have all kinds of stuff for you to help with all of this. All right, let's get into some comics news because we have a ton this week. All right, the fall of X is coming to make X-Men fans happy and sad. And now we have more info to be happy and sad about because I just, this is how we are as X-Men fans. Everything is joy and everything is sadness at the same time. Isn't it great? Uh, We've got three series that we got some more details about Uncanny Spider-Man, number one, which everybody was like, what are they doing? Well, you got it wrong, probably, internet. (laughs) What's going on is Kurt Wagner, The Uncanny Spider-Man. It's a five-issue limited series written by Cy Spurrier, who's been doing really, really great work in the Krakoan era, doing Legion of X and Nightcrawlers, and he's really doing some amazing stuff with Kurt, and it's going to be drawn by Lee Garbett, who uh, did some really wonderful stuff on Death of Doctor Strange. The idea here is that uh, Kurt is going to play the swashbuckling devil-may-care hero he was always destined to be. He's got a potential lover. Maybe he's fighting some of Spidey's iconic villains and saving civilians and mutants and humans and all that stuff, having the time of his life. But, like I said, sadness. Um, because he's like the lone soldier on the front lines of the war with Orcus, the humanity and AI group that is just really mean, bunch of meanies. Uh, so we'll, we'll deal with all kinds of stuff there. And we're actually going to also see Kurt come up against the big mystery surrounding his mother, Mystique, and get to a big climax. Really cool stuff for Nightcrawler. It's, it's a very exciting series. This launches on September 6th this year. Yes. Um, also on the Fall of X train, we've got Alpha Flight number one. It is one of five limited series written by Ed Brisson with art by Scott Godlewski. And you know what Alpha Flight is known for? Saving Canada. <laughs> Let's do it. This time from a mutant menace, Guardian Puck, Snowbird and Shaman return as a terrestrial Alpha Flight bursts onto the scene. But what schism will pit these heroes against their former teammates, Aurora, Northstar, and Nemesis, uh, as well as Aurora's new bow, Fang? The Fall of X has changed the game, and now Alpha Flight's gonna, you know, uh, maybe soar to some new heights, maybe get crushed under the weight of a really impossible mission i don't know you have to read it to find out but listen we got two alpha flight teams we got canadian sentinels we got all kinds of wild stuff happening this is a new chapter for alpha flight 
So definitely go and check it out. Ed Brisson, of course, amazing, known for his work most recently on Predator and a lot of great stuff um, coming out of this Kurt Cohen era. So you don't want to miss it. That is coming on August 16th. So put it on your pull list, babies. Apologies to all our Canadian listeners. Oh, so uh, mutants, you, you got a halt, eh? That's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more series we got for Fall of X. Some new information is Children of the Vault. It's a four-issue limited series, and it's written by Dennis Camp and art by Luca Maresca. This is Dennis's first Marvel work, which is really cool. Mm. Uh, he's been doing a bunch of other stuff, including 20th Century Men and more. And Luca, oh man, the, we I think next week is the last issue of our current Photon Monica Rambeau series. And Luca's been doing really, really good stuff on that. So very excited about this. The idea here is it's Cable and Bishop kind of together, but Cable's locked up. I'm in. <laughs> right? Yeah. But them versus the Children of the Vault. And if you don't know who the Children of the Vault are, they've been showing up a bunch in the Krakoan era, brought back by Jonathan Hickman, and then really like explored a bunch by Jerry Duggan. They are evolved humans that were, I think we created them probably 18 years ago, give or take, during X-Men Legacy by Mike Carey. And they're evolved humans who evolved over thousands of years in a place there. Time is accelerated to see humanity evolve. They're basically not human anymore. They're not mutant. They are something completely different. And they do not like mutants. I will tell you that much. Uh, they are back. They are determined to be humanity's salvation, maybe. But not everything as it seems. There's there's going to be a lot of consequences. Why are they doing this? What's going on? How do Cable and Bishop stop or get involved in their plans? We shall see. It is cool. And that is launching August 9th this year. This week, we learned about a new Magneto limited series, which is very, very cool. I love me some mags. Uh, this is a four-issue limited series written by J.M. Demetrius with art and cover by Todd Nock. And it is a throwback series. Uh, we've been doing some really great throwback stories of the last couple of years, taking characters and, and tales and great creators and going back into various different runs and letting them tell stories that are set around other, you know, well-known stories, things that are now canon, things that um, sort of celebrate those eras. And this one is really cool because it is set during Magneto's time as headmaster for the Xavier School, and he was in charge of the New Mutants. And so that, that time period is um, September 1985. That happened with Uncanny X-Men 200. It was like great, iconic cover with Magneto and Chains and characters fighting behind him. And it, there was a whole bunch of stuff that was going on with Xavier having to leave and he's it basically puts magneto in charge and then that dives into new mutants 35 and that runs he's in charge of the new mutants until i believe it's fall of the mutants in new mutants number 61 uh, 1987 november 1987 so you get two years of stories of this and we're setting this new magneto story right in the middle of that if you know that classic era you'll love this but if not go read it on marvel unlimited it's really really good Great Chris Claremont written stuff, beautiful art throughout all those books. But what's also cool is that this series will feature the first appearance of Iray, a new character from Magneto's villainous early days and sort of tying into different things, doing some revelations about Magneto. So it expands upon and adds to all the stories, which is always well appreciated. Magneto number one will be on sale August 2nd. Heck yeah. All right. You know that I love me some Marvel HQ. And now we got something for the whole fam. You can watch all five episodes of Marvel's Avengers Stunt Squad over on the Marvel HQ YouTube channel. If you guys missed it, we are doing a whole bunch of Avengers Beyond Amazing content celebrating six years of Avengers. And one of the many things that we are doing is this really cute series called Stunt Squad in which uh, <laughs> Iron Man has invented these like little launch pads for the Avengers and they get into little high flying fights against mm. villains and it's adorable we have hulk and black panther and captain america's steve rogers and sam wilson of course iron man all getting into little battles and it's they're so cute and so enjoyable go enjoy them right now all five episodes are now available and if you head over to the youtube channel right 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 now until saturday morning uh there's going to be a live stream of all five episodes so they're just they're playing for you right now as you watch go enjoy 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, we did some Stunt Squad stuff with the toys, the Stunt Squad toys. Mm, yeah. So we posted a video where we were trying to like launch the toys that you could see that on, on our YouTube and different places. But I also played with them with Catherine and I posted on uh, my Instagram and, and Twitter a video of her. She likes to call them the pew pew things because we'd like <laughs> launch them into boxes. And uh, it was it was real cute. Y'all can check that out. It too. was very adorable. Uh, but hey, do y'all know that Earth Day is Saturday? What better way to celebrate the Earth than by buying stuff? Marvel <laughs> stuff. It's some Marvel must have celebrating Earth Day with Groot. Show your love for Groot and the Earth with you got Groot t-shirts, jewelry, accessories, Funko Pops and more on Marvel.com. Uh, we have this. I don't know if you know the the like trend in these little toys, Lorraine, it's a, a small, like plush ish thing with a beanbag bottom and magnet. And then, Oh yeah. And you put it on your like shoulder, right? Yeah. And so that there's a, a, a solid little magnet separate piece and you put it the one side under your shirt mm-hmm. on your shoulder and put the little plush toy guy on your shoulder. We have a little baby Groot one and it is the best. He sits at our dinner table and we all kind of like play with them and put them on our shoulder at, at meals. It's it's wonderful. So um, yeah, celebrate Groot. And of course, I Am Groot is now streaming exclusively on Disney Plus and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 blasts into theaters on May 5th. So lots more Groot coming your way. I love these. I love there's a protect the forest shirt with Groot on it. That's so cute. I love it. Groot, just the best. Go and enjoy. All right, Ryan, that's all fine, well and good. Yeah, but yeah, what's going yeah. on this week on Marvel's Pull List? Ooh, uh, all right. So our Marvel's Pull List is our comic book podcast where we talk about all the new comics out each week. Do a reading club. Our picks for the comics this week are X Force thirty nine, which is great. She Hulk number twelve, which I I've already talked to you, Lorraine, about it having one of my favorite stories in comics this year. It's a uh, a book club story of She-Hulk and a whole bunch of other amazing women Marvel. It's so good. We're going to have writer Rainbow Rowell here on TWIM soon because I just, I can't stand not talking about this book anymore. It's so good. And then our other third pick was Avengers Assemble Omega number one, which is the final issue in Jason Aaron's Avengers run. Six years, 85 or so issues. Whew. It's a big one. It is a big one. Good stuff this week. And then we have a reading club where we talk about something in Marvel Unlimited. We are joined by Marvel artist Rod Reese, who shares his insight on New Mutants Demon Bear. Rod is a great artist. He's done a ton of New Mutants work. He's worked on a whole bunch of other stuff, and he's just a sweetheart from Brazil. So uh, check all that out. Of course, new episodes of Marvel's Pull List are out every Tuesday. It's a perfect way for you to get ready for Wednesday's new comic book day. Listen on the SiriusXM app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, do it. All right, coming up, we've got our chat with Adrian Hahn as we reveal Marvel Move, baby. Hold on, we'll be right back after this. All right, you're listening to This Week in Marvel. I'm Lorraine Sink. And I'm Ryan Panagos. Let's yeah. get into it. Ryan Yes. Marvel move time. It is your moment. Let's mm-hmm. go. Of course, we are very excited to announce this new project. And I've been working on Marvel move for quite a while, right? I'm kind of like the creative lead on the Marvel side for this. So I, I read all the scripts. I give notes. I help find uh, the Marvel creators who are involved with this, talk to them, bring them in, develop things, help pick characters from the Marvel side. I will say that our partners here, Six to Start, do all the real work. They're incredible. And uh, we are really fortunate to have Adrian Hahn on, who is the co-founder and CEO of Six to Start. Six to Start is the company that is producing all this. They are a smartphone fitness experience adventure developer. They did this game called Zombies Run for 10 years. And we'll talk about this in the interview, but it's so good. And it sparked my imagination years and years ago. And I'm just so thrilled that we get to do something like that for Marvel and I think make it bigger and cooler and better and more, more everything. So it's really freaking neat. I'm excited. Let's get into it right now. All right, everybody, look, I am very excited for this part of the show because it's something very near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about Marvel Move with co-founder and CEO of Six to Start, our partner, on Marvel Move, Adrian Hahn. Adrian! Hi, great to be here. Congratulations on finally getting it announced. I mean, 
goodness gracious, it feels like forever. <laughs> it's amazing. It's very difficult to kind of hold it in. You know, we've been thinking about it for so long and just so exciting to be able to talk about it. Yeah. So uh, let's dig into that. Can you tell our listeners what Marvel Move is and what to expect from this experience? Because I don't want to just call it an app. It's, a, it's very much an experience. Yeah. So Marvel Move is an interactive fitness adventure. And so the idea is if you want to walk or jog or run more, and I think a lot of people out there want to do that, you know, to get fit, then this is the perfect way of making that way more exciting and way more thrilling and way more motivating. Like if you're anything like me on a Sunday morning and it's raining and you kind of know that you need to go and get out there and move, but you just want to go and crawl under the covers. The great thing about Marvel Move is that, you know, as soon as you put in your headphones, as soon as you start the experience on your phone and you go out running, you're going to hear, you know, Gene Gray in your ears, you're going to hear Wolverine, you're going to hear Daredevil saying, hey, you've got to move. Uh, otherwise, we're in trouble. <laughs> and you hear the story where you are the hero. You're sort of helping the other superheroes there, the people you know, but it's brand new stories. And so as you're running, as you're jogging, you're getting you know, maybe shot at by sentinels, you're getting chased, you have to move, otherwise, you know, you could get into trouble. But it's really designed for people of all abilities. So whether you're a beginner, and we've all been beginners, I've been a beginner, that's why I started making these these experiences. Or if you're someone who does ultra marathons, this is going to be really exciting for you. Yeah. You are very hands-on in this project, which is really exciting for me because you're a really smart dude, really good storyteller, really savvy about everything you do. Can you tell the fans what your role in Marvel Move is? Well, you know, Six of Start started as a small company and in small companies, you're kind of doing everything. You know, you're opening the mail and you're designing the game and you're signing the checks and so on. It's a bigger company now. And I guess if you're comparing it to other industries, probably like my my role would be kind of designer and producer. And so designer would be, okay, so how are we going to design this experience? What kind of things do we want to be happening to the user? How do we motivate them? How do we make it uh, really fun and exciting? And that's impacts on visual design, impacts on how stories are constructed, that sort of thing, and the audio. From producer point of view, that's just making sure that everyone knows what they're meant to be doing. I'm massively helped by our head of production there, Matt Rotesca, who's also kind of doing a lot of writing on the project. I sort of focus a lot on trying to bring together our engineers um, who are coding, you know, the app and coding all the unique experiences for Marvel Move and, and everyone else. So it's cool to be able to dip my toes in all the different parts of the experience. Yeah. You also have a really unique background with neuroscience and game design. And, you know, Marvel Move is designed for you don't have to be, as you mentioned, an ultramarathon, or you can be someone in a wheelchair. You could be someone pushing a running stroller. It's all this stuff. There's a really cool, engrossing Marvel storytelling experience here. But also there's this like motivational tool in a lot of ways to get people up and moving. You know, when you hear Thor like laughing and being like, <laughs> come on, mortal, let's go. It's like you want to move. Can you give us a little insight into the science behind motivation and how our storytelling can be a part of that science. So there's this idea in psychology called self-determination theory, and it's kind of one of the more interesting ways of understanding how people are motivated. Because it used to be that, you know, once upon a time, we thought people are motivated by punishments and rewards. So if you want someone to do something more, you give them a prize, and if you want people to do something less, then you, you sort of tell them off. Obviously, kind of true but actually pretty incomplete you know because we do lots of things that are not motivated by punishments and rewards so what we now know is that people are motivated by things like meaningfulness you know they want to do things that that feel meaningful they want to do things that they think they're getting good at they want to do things where they're socially connected to other people and so to me, that's what we try to do when we make these experiences. You know, it's not just about saying, okay, you've finished this run 20 points. It's like saying, no, you're doing this run because you're finding it really meaningful and finding it really exciting to find out what's going to happen next. Or you're really excited to tell your friends, you know, what, what you did. Or you're just excited that you are getting better as a runner or getting better as a, as a jogger. And so it's trying to broaden the idea of what motivates people to do things. And so that's kind of where 
interest in storytelling comes from, right? Because it's like, I think it's something that is really underrated, especially in fitness. I've tried everything, you know, I've tried all the different uh, VR experiences and games and so on. And I think that we know, of course, from comics and from TV shows and from movies that people really want to find out what happens next. They want to spend time with their favorite characters. And from making like 10 years, 11 years of Zombies Run, you know, and there's been a lot of actual scientific experiments and studies done on Zombies Run. And people have found it becomes really meaningful to people and it helps retain them. I mean, this is sounded very businessy, sorry, but it, <laughs> it basically means it, it means that people stick with the experience. It's no good if someone goes and gets Marvel Move and then they stop using it after a week. We don't want that. We want you to be using it for a year, right? And so how do we get something that you use for a year? Well, hopefully we can tell stories that, that you're excited about for that period. Yeah. And we plug you here with uh, your, your book that you released last <laughs> year, You've Been Played. Tell us a little bit about that because, you know, talking about gamification and, and the ways that storytelling and, and those things sort of dive right into exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. So I wrote a book, which is kind of a critique of gamification. I think a lot of people already know what gamification is. It's using ideas from game design for non-game purposes. So if you've got an Apple Watch and it tells you to run more to win this award, if you've used Duolingo to uh, try and learn another language, then you know that's all gamification where they use these game elements for education or for, for work and so on. And what I say in the book is I think that a lot of gamification doesn't really work and it's kind of boring um, and, and it's sort of not really being used in, in good purposes. But it's not one of those books where it's like technology is bad and you should stop using the internet. Like I love technology. I love using the internet. I love playing games. So it's also saying, okay, here's how I think you should do it properly. The way of doing it properly is to be really specific. You can't make a running experience and just copy and paste it for cycling because if you've done cycling you know actually cycling is really different for running if i were trying to design an experience that was trying to make cycling more interesting i'd be like all right i want to figure out a way of rewarding and making it sort of a more meaningful that climb you know that's the really hard part and then when you're going down i want to make that even better when you're flying down that hill so and that's why it's different and and that is what makes it exciting as a designer like i love coming up with different ideas but it also means that if you just try and kind of copy and paste ideas which is what a lot of companies do because they're a bit lazy it's not going to work and it's going to be really disappointing you know even thinking about our stories there's differences in each of our experiences and which is a great time for us to dive a bit more into marvel move and how it works we have Several different series, each focused on uh, a different array, a wide array of Marvel superheroes and villains. We have supporting characters we're, we're feeding into and, and feeding off of the overall mythos. Um, and so you, as the listener, are brought into these adventures as the POV character. You're experiencing all this firsthand and, and going through these stories and these adventures in different ways across each series. And so there will be several episodes in each series, some um, you know, we have five episodes in one. We have over 12 in another. We have over 20 in another with new episodes released every week, new series released as time goes on. I, being the Marvel guy, kind of look at it as, okay, so we have all these different comics and all these different arcs and all these different series. And so how we can give fans something different in each one. And I think the team is doing really, really great work to bring those to life. Let's start with Hulkville, where you have a, a normally heroic Hulk actually in the beginning of our story is chasing after you as you're running, you're involved in this. Uh, Kara, can you play a little sample from that, please? Is that (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, you know, I've listened to it so many times. I've listened to all of our stuff, but I just giggle because it's like, I know what that's going to feel like to be yeah. out on the track or on the street in my park. And like that feeling of like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. It's so fun. You know, it's a story. You know, it's not real. You know, it's just on your headphones, but you're like, I've got to go. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like this person is moving fast. And and like, uh, and, and that's kind of what we tap into. I mean, it's not the only emotion that we tap into, but it's definitely one of the emotions we tap into, which is just like pure adrenaline. Like, I've got to get out of here. And it's really fun to be able to sort of use that moment in Hulk's origin story where he's like not fully in control of his powers and you just got to get moving. Yeah, that's from our first episode of our Hulk story, which is is cool. There's a lot of twists and turns, characters coming in and out. Matt, who you mentioned earlier, he's writing that one, doing bang up job, um, which is very, very cool. We also, you know, I've, I've talked about my love for X-Men both here on the show and both in all of our conversations, <laughs> like yeah. every week, Adrian. Um, and, you know, you are also an X-Men fan, um, which is really cool because we have a big X-Men story written by Teeny Howard which is delightful. And so in the X-Men story, you, the, the the runner character, are in the midst of a sentinel attack in that first episode. Let's hear a little bit from that. X-Men, we have sentinels inbound. Better get moving, bub. I wonder who those characters could be. Yeah, yeah, you know, probably some minor side characters <laughs> that you never heard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, classic villains, but who is behind the Sentinels? I guess we'll have to find out. You know, and so we're mixing a lot of action, but uh, you also get to spend a lot of time just hanging out with these characters. I mean, that is a really cool thing. You know, the X Men series that we're doing is is like over a dozen episodes long. I think one of the really fun things about audio and about podcast about this sort of thing is that like you spend a lot of time just hearing people chat and that's fun i also go running to podcasts it's a good sort of distraction and so we have those moments where you are running for your life but you also have those moments where you're just like oh yeah i'm just like talking to gene gray i suppose uh, cyclops is like show me around the island it's so cool yeah this is great because the dialogue is always we're getting some really fantastic interactions and character moments. I want our users to feel like they are constantly moving. And I think we're, we're always iterating on that and making sure that that feels that way, especially, you know, like the, the tour of the island, the tour of Krakoa, which spoiler, that's what you're, you're going to be on <laughs> Krakoa for a while, which is cool as hell. Adrian, do you have any favorite moments from, you know, stuff that we've we've started coming together with? Uh, obviously, we're in constant production on all these, so it's going to evolve and change. But, you know, are there things that you say, yeah, that would get me running. That would get me moving. I think Thor and Loki 5K training experience is going to be super, super fun and really motivating. It's designed for people who have never run before or just returning to running for a long time. And it will get you uh, into shape to be able to run a 5K uh, over the course of eight weeks. And I think it's just really funny. It's <laughs> um, so it, funny. It, it, it's so funny because, I mean, you know, you know, this is Thor and Loki. You know it's going to be a good time with these two. You know that they're going to get into adventures and japes. You know that Loki <laughs> is going to lead you down some uh, paths that, that maybe don't quite get you to where you should be going, but it's going to be fun anyway. And, uh, you know, a writer on it, Alex Axe, has just done a pitch-perfect job, you know, them. So these are really long you know these episodes because you know these are things that you know when you're starting to run you're doing a lot of walking you're doing a lot of jogging we will hold your hand through that you're always moving some of the we integrate in like interval training and exercises in some of these things you're sort of walking for 15 seconds and jogging for 30 seconds and we turn that into something that makes sense in the story so you know you're gonna have to book it for like 30 seconds as you know, a trap gets triggered and, and uh, you're trying to get out of there with Thor. And so it's going to be so great. It's so imaginative. Alex writes such a funny, funny script. And there's so many great things in here that make me cackle. And, and I think the thing that I love about it is we, we really hone in on their relationship as brothers. There's a love there, but they are definitely always like in each other's faces, <laughs> annoying the crap out of each other. It is... It is so much fun. And because we have so much time to play with these characters, and, and as you mentioned, these are longer episodes, it's a long series, 
you really get to hear them together. You hear them talking about and to each other. It's a lot of fun. Let's play a little bit of Thor and Loki bickering. The next step in your training as a runner is... There ought to be a herd of unicorns nearby. I'll round them up and set them stampeding. That'll get our mortals blood pumping. Brother, no. You always hate my ideas. That's because they're all terrible. Also, Runa did give us instructions. I remember what the special exercise is to be for this round. You shall run for 30 seconds, pause to do five heel lifts, and then walk for 90 seconds. You'll do that five times. Loki will track the time for you. I will not. I'm busy. I will track the time for you. Go ahead and get started on your first 30-second run. I love a lot about that, but you got their interactions. The idea that they have to train with this mortal comes from some story reason. We're not just like, hmm. okay, you got to train. There's there's a lot to it, and so we're we're making it work, but also making it really fun and really interactive. Yeah, I think this is like one of the highest difficulty levels of story to write because we have a really specific expert design training plan, you know, to take you to 5K. There's a lot of that kind of 90 seconds, 15 seconds, you know, running because that's the best way to sort of build up your strength and stamina. And so how do we do that in a way that isn't super, super boring, <laughs> you know, and, and how do the characters do it in a way that they kind of make sense? Yeah. There's a, a moment in one of the episodes where Loki gets like yeeted from a palace, like thrown, I don't know, a couple hundred yards and lands right by you because he's pissed <laughs> off and a very powerful former paramour. There's all kinds of like little things like that where yeah, it's a delight. We have a, a great clip of, of montage of various voices because I want to talk about some of the, the wide variety of characters that we're going to hear in here. So Kara, if you could play that. This is it, Bob. Time to move. Runner! I'm with you. Just one kilometer to go. You can do it, recruit. We leave no mutant behind. Ho, ho, ho! Impressive, mortal. You're keeping pace even with Mjolnir. <laughs> so those are some clips from our trailer. You hear... Jean Grey and Wolverine, Thor is in there. We've got a Daredevil mm-hmm. story, which is really cool. Um, we have five starting. And then we also have a Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch story, which is so much fun. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it's kind of incredible to be starting with five completely different stories and five different teams and characters. And they've all got like different tones. So like, you know, the Daredevil one, it is a different kind of tone. It's a little bit darker, a little bit grittier than the other ones. You know, you're trying to sort of unravel a mystery. Of course, Doctor Strange and, and Scarlet Witch, it's going to be a bit more fantastical. It's going to be really experimental, I think. You know, there's some things we can do in audio that you can't do in other media. You're going to have a pretty fun trip with that one. The cool thing about audio is that we're able to kind of take you places and sort of immerse you in things that would be pretty difficult to do in other media. Um, I mentioned Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. There's some moments where like a castle is kind of reforming around you, like as you're moving, as you're running, and you know, you're sort of being tied up by vines, and it just sounds incredible. Like, you know, our, our sound team has just done an amazing job there. Well, you know what? Why don't we play that clip right Why now? Why not? So what are the puzzle pieces in play here? A castle, knights, a round table. What can I do with this to lure our mysterious magic caster out? One approach would be for me to use the Golden Rings of Galdar, but it could shatter your mind. Think. Maybe something to do with a princess? Dragons? Draconic princesses? What do princesses do? Sing to birds? Use their hair as ladders? Get pricked by brambles and fall asleep? Surrounded by brambles, moments after I said the word brambles. Yeah, so there's some really cool stuff in Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch in Dreams, that series with those characters. It starts out in such a strange way, but flows around and it's cool because 
you're with Doctor Strange, you're trying to help him, he's trying to help you, you're getting a little bit of back and forth banter with Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange, we have some surprise characters that show up, it's a blast. Yeah, and it starts out in a kind of typically reality-bending fashion because that starts out as like a museum audio guide, a haunted museum audio guide that turns into something else. And, you know, that's the sort of thing that I I personally really love. We have this thing uh, in Zombies Run where we made this thing called This Zombie Life, where we kind of did a parody of This American Life. And so (laughs) so, whenever we can kind of make fun or, or, you know, pay homage to like, Things you might have heard, you know, whether it's like a, a meditation app, which, you know, spoiler, it, you, you will hear that in something else as well. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about the five stories that we're launching with and, and mentioned earlier that we will have more. We are developing more. Even in our key art by Torrin Clark, we've got, uh, you know, you can see you've got Rocket and Groot in there. We've got mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Photon. So we're thinking about, yeah, we're starting with five really great big stories, but there's more to come. Absolutely. And, you know, the nice thing about the format of what we're doing is we can tell really long stories, which are like, you know, dozens of episodes long. We can tell things that are really short. You know, we have plans for virtual races, which are kind of like five or 10K, like experiences, almost more like, you know, epic kind of like movies compared to like TV shows and things. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know, for me, it's also important that we see that like wider breadth of Marvel stories represented. We've got Street Level with Daredevil. We've got cosmic stuff coming a little bit here in Thor and Loki. We've got big team stuff in the X-Men. We've got family stuff through a a bunch of these things, X-Men, Thor and Loki. We've got fantasy with Thor and Loki. We've got humor across a lot of them. I mean, I, I think that's part of why Marvel works so well is we find places to drop in humor in with the drama. And so you'll see that throughout, not just in Thor and Loki. We've got dark stuff. We've got action. We've got drama. For you, Adrian, what are you looking forward to fans for what they experience, even you know with all of this, but maybe with X-Men or Daredevil, which we haven't talked quite as much as about? I think that we're able to kind of hit something that just makes things kind of exciting. And I think the thing that we haven't sort of talked about that I, I am kind of like, uh, people won't kind of realize is that, after you've completed your kind of workout, you're also going to get, uh, you're going to connect sort of interesting items and, and trophies and things like that as you're as you're moving. But we also send you emails. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you sign up for those, so um, after you've completed a workout, then you will get like an email from Jean Grey telling you like, you know, well, here's, here's a bit more about what, what happened. Or you'll get an email from Thor talking about, you know, what you've done. Or, or like a email from Loki telling you off, maybe you know. <laughs> and it is such a fun way to extend the story, and we're able to be really creative in that because we can adapt those for something kind of more hard edged, you know, like Daredevil. We can also adapt it for something that is just really funny, you know, like Thor and Loki. And so, I think you know that is a way in which we kind of turn it into a much more kind of richer interactive world, even than just the audio that you're hearing. Hundred percent. You know, we we talked a little bit about it, but I just want to reiterate that. Can you explain what level of athlete Marvel Move is for? It really is for everyone, and I know that some people might hear that and say, "Yeah, but like, I don't actually run, you know, or I don't jog." I started out, you know, as a runner. Like, I hated running when I was at school. You know, I couldn't do it. <laughs> We're designing this for we know people who we used to be. You know, running has never been easy for me. You know, if I go and watch these, you know, shoe commercials and people are like, yeah, it's so great, it's so effortless. It's like, it's not effortless. You know, it's, it, it's hard. So we don't punish you for not moving at a certain speed. You know, we don't go and say, oh, well, it's too bad you weren't able to hit this distance. No, we're just happy that you're out there, you're moving. And that is how the experience is designed. If you're just walking with it, even if you're just going around the house, it's going to work. Having said that, like if you are running like a marathon, we have people who played who do like a marathon a week, right? <laughs> you know, and they are hardcore. They do mm-hmm. thousands of miles, you know, in a year and they get a lot out of this as well because it just makes it so much more fun and really gets them to their personal bests. And of course, that's a thing that you can see <laughs> in Marvel Move. We will track all those stats for you. So it is a fully featured workout app too. In addition to being, you know, this great workout 
experience, we've got a lot of creative people working on this. Writers, actors, sound designers, game designers. Can you give us an example of what it takes to sort of like get an app like this off the ground as we we march toward our, our launch this summer? You know, it's so different from when we started. The app creation, like, you know, 11 years ago when we started, it was like we, we just had like two people and people didn't really expect as much. Now, if you're making a worker app, people understandably want it to work with their wearable devices, with their watches. It works on Apple, you know, iPhone and Android. You know, we have an online sync thing, so we need web developers who can do that. We have so much content, you know, so many stories that we're putting out there that we need people building like a content management system that is tailored for this. So we have a way to kind of design these stories through our system. We've got so many production people, you know, who are doing casting. I mean, there's so many characters and so many actors uh, who are amazing in Marvel Move and juggling all of them. Then we've got writers and we've got artists, you know, who, you know, really sort of uh, bring the stories to life so you can really know what you're getting into. What What is interesting is that, like, there's not really anything out there actually like what we're making and uh, not even like Zombies Run because there's so many different stories here. And so I think that we're making something that is perfectly designed for, you know, fitness and for movement. And that means we have to kind of build a lot of things that other people haven't had to build, which is annoying, <laughs> you know, but it's also really cool because we know that we've made something that's better. So, and it, it kind of means that we have to sort of solve a lot of problems for the first time, but that's fun. We also, of course, have Marvel folks, people who have, mm. you know, a Marvel background in here. We've got, uh, I mentioned Teeny Howard, who's been writing for Marvel for years and years. She's written our big, you know, tentpole X-Men story. Uh, Torrin Clark, who's an amazing artist, done a ton of great cover art and, and big, big things for us over the last uh, couple of years. He's done our, our big promo art. Benjamin Sue, who's a Pixar artist and a really great cover artist. He's doing work on our Daredevil series. Emanuela Lupacino, she's doing the art for our X-Men series. Uh, we've got more writers and more people coming in that we haven't fully locked in yet, but we're working with them. And and it's, it's really cool. I'm very glad we're able to bring some Marvel folks in to work with the the experts that you already have on on six to start. Yeah, I thought I knew some stuff about Marvel. Having Ryan's brain on tap to make sure that it also all adds up has been amazing. It's interesting for us, I think, and and me as well as like as a, a sort of Marvel fan, because the way that I've been thinking of it is people will be really excited to sort of spend time with their characters, but also you know, we have to make sure it, it's really rewarding and really interesting whether, you know, you're kind of new to the Marvel universe or whether you've been in it for decades. And I think it's cool to be able to sort of like, okay, can we do something new, but can we also be kind of loyal to the heritage? I think the teams are doing a great job. We've got a little time to the launch, but let's tell people where fans can learn more, sign up, get ready for Marvel Move. So uh, the easiest thing to do is to go to marvelmove.app. That will get you to find out more. You can sign up to the newsletter. We have this special Founders Club offer where you can get 30% off a two-year membership. We're going to be releasing a lot more information and more teasers and things like that about the stories that are coming up and screenshots. It's coming out this summer. If it sounds interesting to you, check out the website marvelmove.app and um, join us. Yeah, we've got Marvel Move on social platforms as well, so people can check those out. We'll be posting uh, stuff as we go along. The Founders Club is cool. There's going to be some cool like extras for those who join mm-hmm. that, which is, is great. Uh, we're finding some cool ways to connect with other Marvel things that we're doing to, to sort of sweeten the pot, as it were. We should mention that Marvel Move is part of ZRX, ZRX, as you would say. Uh, so when when the time comes, they'll, they won't necessarily be looking for Marvel Move app no. in any app store, but we'll be looking for ZRX. Yeah, you'll find out. If you go and Google it, uh, we'll, we'll get you to the right place. Yes. For sure. For Sure. Adrian, thanks so much. I've got like three or four emails of yours I have to read after we get off this call and send some notes back. Uh, So thanks, buddy. I'm sure you look forward to those every time. I do, because it means we've got new stuff to do. We've got, you know, new work come in, new art, new scripts. It's great. Yeah. We've got a lot in store for you guys. Yeah. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks.
All right, there you guys have it. Go check out more Marvel Move. Get in that Founders Club now while you still can, and there's more fun stuff ahead. The folks at Six to Start are all in the UK um, for the most part, and so I look at ZRX and my brain just hears ZRX. Ooh. Mm, um, it does love- sound better. It, it really does. But everything sounds better in a British accent. Hello. Or, or a Canadian accent. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Lorraine. What? I feel like there's a feline somewhere in an urban environment. <gasps> oh, Mew Mew, it's me, British Kitty in the City. Hello. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been so I've been, long. I forgot about British Kitty in the City. Oh, Mew, I'm just a cat out of water. <laughs> zrx.app slash marvel I don't know why I've become professional but whatever Um, alright definitely go over and check out British Kitty in the City and of course Marvel Move alright next week is a really big week I don't know if you noticed at the beginning of the show but Ryan said 599 this is episode 599 which you know what next week is our 600th episode say what Um, that's Bucket Nuts and Ryan Here's what I'm thinking. Question of the week. Yeah. There have not been many uh, series that have made it to 600 issues in Marvel history, but there are a few. And so I think I'd like to know what is your all-time favorite long-running comic series? We're talking our Amazing Spider-Mans. Thor, Hulk. Maybe uh, a Fantastic Four, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're hitting 700 with Fantastic Four soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we are we're well past 900 with Amazing Spider-Man. If we were counting on Canny X-Men's, we would be pretty high up there. If you just put them all in one bucket, we'd have about a million. Yes, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love that. What's your favorite long-running Marvel comic series? And that that's tough because I think everybody has favorite runs of each. But if you could only pick one, if you could only have one, all the rest would disappear. Why why would you do that? Yeah, this is the hard question we're asking wow. for number 600. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. I feel like I'm going know, with Amazing Spider-Man. I feel like I would have to also choose Amazing Spider-Man. Part of me is like, wow, Uncanny X-Men, how could you I, I mean, what I what a revelation. Avengers, iconic. You know, there's so many, but like Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, undeniable. I know. It's and made I'm me an, cry I'm, I'm, so much. Yeah, this is what we do here. We want you to cry. You got to pick. Everybody out there, pick, 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 pick. Pick, pick, pick. Yeah, I may change my mind. It might be Uncanny X-Men. But anyway, uh, that is where we are. We want to know what are your picks? What is your favorite long-running Marvel series? You can tweet your answers using hashtag ThisWeekInMarvel. Email them to twimpodcast.marvel.com or send a message to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash thisweekinmarvel. Please make sure to tell us it's okay to read on the show. Yeah. All right. Uh, Now it is time for our community section, a.k.a. This Week in Massages. Wait, no. What? Messages. Oh! This week in messages, um, our question of the week last week was, what was your favorite moment from Marvel Studios' The Marvel's new teaser trailer? Um, So let's get into it. Yeah. Morganite Cosplay at Morganite Cosplay 1 tweeted, seeing the three of them together made me so happy and emotional. Higher, further, faster, together. Aw. Ryan Sanio at Ryan Sanio said, I just love Kamala's enthusiasm. Also, Carol being a bit of a grump makes her more human. <laughs> I mean, it, it really does. That like frustration that she has because she's in the middle of something and she just gets zooped somewhere else. Also, like, what a nightmare that every time you are like in the middle of a battle, it sends a child where you just Oh my were. god. Oh my god, it's terrifying. <laughs> Uh, Brittany at Dandelion Brit tweeted, Carol Danvers' new suit. Yeah. Or Goose and the Baby Flurkins. It's a tie. <gasps> Those Flurkins. You have no so idea. So good. Oh so good. All right. Next up, we got B at House of Danvers. I can see where this is going. All right. <laughs> Getting to see Captain Marvel again and Goose the Flurkin. And this time with Flurkin Kittens. Everybody loves some Flurkin Kittens, man. God. Seriously. They're flirking adorable. They really are. Uh, Kendrick Beachy at Kendrick Beachy tweeted, Kamala's reaction to the flirkin. Yeah, I know. It's so good. We have this um, from the first Marvel Studios Captain Marvel film. We have a uh, flirkin toy, a uh, a goose that if you press its belly, 
little tentacles pop out of its mouth. And my three and a half year old Catherine is both like enamored with it, but terrified, <laughs> terrified. of it. She, she like press it and like scream, but also then like laugh, but then be like, Oh, I don't like it. And then she'll do it again. And it's like this circle of wildness. <laughs> uh, I showed her the trailer and she was very excited. I love it. All right. Next up, we got Carla at dull underscore creature underscore, who said the tiny clips of Zawe's character. Um, talking about Zawe Ashton, who, um, no spoilers, we've got to see a little taste of in mm-hmm. the teaser. We got an email from Caden who said, hello, Ryan and Lorraine. My favorite parts from the Marvel's trailer was every part with Kamala in it because <laughs> she's one of my favorite superheroes, as well as Monica and Carol's new suits. And of course, the dynamic that all three of them have together while swapping places. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. We got an email here from Joe Hoffman who said, dear Lorraine, Ryan and James, I hope you three marvelous people are doing well. In answer to the question of the week this week, my favorite part of the Marvel's trailer was everything. I thought it was a great ride from Monica Rambeau reacting with Nick Fury in the very beginning of the trailer all the way through to the end. I'm really excited to see this movie, and I'll probably wind up seeing the film three times while it's in theaters. Once to show some love for Carol Danvers, once for Kamala Khan, and once for Monica Rambeau. I'm a huge fan of those three marvelous ladies, and I sure hope that the movie is a huge hit at the box office. Uh, Much love to you from your friend and ambassador, Joe. Yes, Yes, and yes. Also, don't sleep on Monica Rambeau, y'all. I know she hasn't had as much time in the MCU yet, but Monica Rambeau is one of my all-time favorite characters. She is so excellent. Tayana Paris is so good in this role. I cannot wait for you to get to know Monica better. I just think people are going to fall in love with her so completely, getting to spend a little more time with her. I'm really excited about it. I also cannot stress this enough. The current Photon Monica Rambeau series that we have um, that's written by Evel Ewing is so good and it Mm. gives a lot of like depth into who Monica is and sort of the humanity of who she is while also being one of the absolute most powerful characters in the Marvel canon. Go read those comics. The first two or three are on Marvel Unlimited now. Um, So you got no excuses. Love it. Over on Facebook, Carly said, I love when Carol is in Kamala's room seeing all her Captain Marvel stuff and drawings along with all the body switching stuff. So good, Carly. So good. Yeah. And some good old fashioned iconic Marvel Comics art in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> that gave me Shout a real tickle. Jamie McKelvey. Heck yeah. As well as, of course, Kelly Sudaconic, who has been posting quite a bit about talking about this film. You talked about it a little bit last week, but mm-hmm. go follow those creators because, you know, f- the folks in the comics that work on the movies, they like to drop little hints about things. Just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Next up, we got a message on Facebook from our pal Rachel, who said, I had several favorite moments in the new The Marvels trailer. First was seeing Goose again and then a potential group of Flurkins. Second is seeing Carol again and in her new suit. She's one of my favorite characters, and I'm interested to see how this story of working with a team develops her character. Last, I'm excited to see the dynamic between Carol, Kamala, and Monica. I resonate a lot with Kamala and her love for Marvel, and several of her reactions are exactly how I would react. (laughs) Seeing her body swap in space was so funny. I cannot wait for this movie. I love your show. Thanks for always keeping me up to date on all things Marvel. Thank you, Rachel. Um, Thank you, Rachel. Delightful. Mm-mm. Ricky Holton, first time question of the week answer. Hello, Ricky. Thank you. Uh, Ricky says, I'm going to kind of have to steal Ryan's answer. My favorite thing about the Marvel's trailer I'm most excited for is basically all of Kamala Khan. She's definitely my favorite. I like what she brings to the table. One second, she's unexpectedly floating through space. The next second, she fangirls out seeing Nick Fury and says, <laughs> is this an Avengers test? I think that's what she says. I am pretty Pretty sure that's close enough, Ricky. Uh, either way, Kamala rocks, and I can't wait to see the movie. Have a good weekend. You have a good weekend, Ricky. Oh, Ricky, welcome to the fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can't wait, of course, go see Marvel Studios, the Marvels. Uh, prepare for it coming to theaters November 10th. So a little, a little ways to wait, but that's okay. In the meantime, we're going to go get our tickets to Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Get ready for that coming in May, and then we'll we'll gird our loins for the Marvels coming this fall. I can't wait. Those loins. So girded, you guys. <laughs> All right. And on that note, it is time for your Marvel Insider Code. If you're not signed up already, head over to marvel.com slash insider, where you can earn points for doing stuff like reading comics, 
checking out articles, and even listening to this podcast. You could be getting points right now. What are you doing with your life? Oh, plus we have a very special code, as we mentioned, for listening to this episode. And that code is what, Ryan? Fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S, in celebration of the announcement of Marvel Move. So that code is F-I-T-N-E-S-S, fitness, and it is valid until April 28th, 2023. You'll receive 5,000 Marvel Insider points when you enter it in the This Week in Marvel podcast code redeem activity at marvel.com slash insider. Of course, a limited number of redemptions are available. One redemption code per Marvel Insider, and Marvel Insider is open to U.S. residents 18 plus only. Terms apply. There you go. Um, and as always, we'll say it once, we'll say it thrice, we'll say it until you guys start being nice. Please use this code for good. Don't just post it on Reddit or whatever. Listen, let the people who listen to the show get their redemption code. It's 5,000 insider points. That's a lot. Let people get a chance at grabbing it. But also, if you post it on Reddit, post a link to the podcast. So yeah, there we go. go. That's, that's what Come we on. like. Make them listen. Make them enjoy. <laughs> make them sign up. Make them buy the comics and, and join Marvel Insider and Marvel Move and Marvel Unlimited. Be our friends or die. Yeah, be our <laughs> friends or die. This episode of This Week of Marvel is produced by Karma Gark Allison, Isabel Robertson, Lorraine Sink, and Ryan Panagos. Our senior manager of audio, production, and development is Brad Barton. Jill DeBoff is our director of audio. And special thanks to Flirkin' Kittens. Everybody loves Flirkin' Kittens. Get yourself a Flirkin' Kitten today. Want one? I'm Ryan. I'm Lorraine. This is Marvel. Your universe. <laughs> <laughs>